today is August the 1st. What good are memorials? Let's find out together as we study Joshua 20 to 22. Reading through the Bible in a year, I'd like you to read Joshua chapters 20 through 22. The first two of these chapters are a little bit of detail. Um, one in chapter 20, the cities of refuge, uh, people who commit manslaughter, who accidentally take a life, are given a city that they can go to for refuge as long as they're in the city. They can't be taken. However, if they leave that city, the uh, family redeemer, the one who's looking for revenge, can actually come and take them from, that, uh, from wherever they are. That's why the cities of refuge were, were uh, inaugurated. Chapter 21, the uh, cities given to the Levites. Uh, there are around 50 cities here that are uh, positioned all throughout the land of, of Palestine. Uh, places that Levites uh, can go and live. Now, uh, Levites, like uh, priests, uh, served in certain courses during the year. There were 24 courses each month in Israel following a lunar calendar. Uh, each month would have two courses. So a Levite would serve two weeks out of the year. The other 50 weeks out of the year, uh, they would work uh, a normal job. In the towns that uh, they were given as their possession, they were given the surrounding land, pastures if they wanted to farm. They could be um, just normal people for 50 weeks out of the year. But for two weeks, they would go to the temple and serve uh, as either a priest or a Levite. Then in chapter 22, of a very interesting story. The war is now over the eastern tribes, uh, Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh return home. So the first part of chapter 22 tells us that they took their portion of the uh, booty, of the, of the proceeds of the war, and they returned home where their wives and their children had been waiting for them. Then there's a very interesting story. In verses uh, 10 and 11, they came while they were still in Gilgal near a place called Gileath, near the Jordan River. The men of Reuben Gab and the half-tribe of Manasseh stopped to build a large and imposing altar. Um... The other tribes of Israel hear about this, and they don't understand what's going on. Verse 11, the rest of Israel heard that these tribes had built an altar at Gililoth at the edge of the land of Canaan on the west side of the Jordan River. So the whole community of Israel gathered at Shiloh and prepared to go to war against them. But before they did, they named Phinehas, leader of a commission with another ten men one from each tribe. They went to talk to the two and a half tribes and ask them why they had done what they had done. 
So indeed, they arrive, they, they say, why did you build the altar? And in verse 16, the whole community of the Lord demands to know why you are betraying the God of Israel. How could you turn away from the Lord and build an altar for yourselves in rebellion against him? Well, the two and a half tribes respond. Look at what they say in verse 22. The Lord, the mighty one, is God. The Lord, the mighty one, is God. He knows the truth, and may Israel know it too. We have not built the altar in treacherous rebellion against the Lord. They go on to explain how since they are on the other side of the river, actually outside of the land that was promised to them, they feared that in the future their children would be denied access to the altar in Jerusalem. And so they built the altar not as a place to have worship. Instead, look at verse 26. We decided to build the altar not for burnt offerings or sacrifices, but as a memorial. It will remind our descendants and your descendants that we too have the right to worship the Lord at his sanctuary with our burnt offerings, sacrifices, and peace offerings. Your descendants won't be able to say to ours, you have no claim to the Lord. They built the memorial as a reminder that they were part of Israel. We started, um, we started uh, uh, the devotional with the question, what good are memorials? Look at their response in verse 28. If they say our descendants can reply, if they say this, if they say you have no claim to the Lord, our descendants can, be, can reply, but look at the copy of the Lord's altar that our ancestors made. It's not for burnt offerings or sacrifices. It's a reminder of the relationship both of us have with the Lord. What good are memorials? They serve to remind us of realities. They serve to remind us of realities forged in the past, but that have application in our present and in our future. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll answer the question, when did Palestine become home to Israel?